0: Well, 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 good afternoon, everyone. Good to have you here at God Squad Church. Hey, whether you're watching online or tuning in for the first time in person, it's good to have you here with us at God Squad Church. If you guys are brand new, my name is Pastor Susie, and I have the immense honor and privilege be the founder and lead pastor here at God Squad Church. And normally what you'd see during a portion of our service like this is, you'd normally see me standing on the stage. You wouldn't see these cool white chairs, you wouldn't see whatever kind of plant this is. I have no idea, but it looks fancy, okay? Shout out to Amanda for making the stage look nice. You'd normally see me standing, because normally you'd see me about to be ready to present a message to you. Normally I would use things that are relevant to the gaming culture, maybe some video game analogies or some game examples to help teach the Bible. But today I want to do something a little bit different. From time to time here at God Squad Church, we have done something called Meet the Team, where we give all of you an opportunity to meet members of our staff. And today, we're actually about to do our final one for the team that we have here. We've gone through all the staff, but last but not least, we have one more that I'm going to share with you in a minute. But today, the reason we're doing this is because I really believe that it's not just the stories of the Bible that can impact your life, but I believe people can impact your life, too. I believe that God is doing things in and through people, and I believe that it would be a miss for you not to get to hear the stories of what God has done in the lives of our staff and how those stories can impact your life to see that God is really changing everyday ordinary people like you and like me. Here at God Squad Church, I want everyone to be clear in the fact that this church is not not run by one guy that stands on the stage. It's a team effort. The Bible calls it the body of Christ. We all play a different role. We all do different things. But together, this is how we grow the church. It's how we honor God. And it's how we impact people's lives. So today, for the final member of our staff, would you put your hands together and welcome to the stage, Elizabeth Higgins. She's coming up right now. Come on, come on. Let's get it. I need some hype in the chat. If I don't see at least 37 hypes the next 37 seconds. Friends, I will be a sad boy, okay? Beth, you're on the stage. How are you feeling today, Beth? You doing all right?
1: Hi. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling okay. I'm a little nervous. I'm not really a public speaker, but... But
0: Beth... You're going to do great. You look great. You're going to do great. Standing on stage is a lot more difficult than some of y'all think, okay? Especially for us gamers. We're a lot like, and I used to coming out of our rooms and being in front of people. Beth is doing something brave today, and Beth you're going to do fantastic, okay? I want to get you, I want to give you the opportunity that the rest of us have to get to know Beth, love Beth, and to see what an influential, important person she is in our church. So Beth, we're going to talk, okay? Normal conversation, me and you, except there's like 100-plus people watching this all. <laughs> don't worry about no it. No pressure. I want to give you a chance for them to get to know you. So first and foremost, I think some of them are wondering, first of all, who are you and what is your position here at the church, and really what does that entail?
1: Sure, sure. Um, well, my name is Elizabeth. I go by many nicknames, though, so
0: <laughs> give one,
1: one in particular that... You made for me, thank you. Which one? Uh, Sister Beth. (laughs)
0: Sister Beth, let's go, dude.
1: It makes me sound like a nun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't, you're not wrong, wrong. I can't disagree.
1: And if you don't know where it came from, he used it in a sermon and then it just stuck.
0: Funny story, I just, I was on, when I'm on stage I just say things, right? And 99% of the time they're true. So I just said something about like a random name and I just picked Beth, but I actually wasn't even trying to talk about you. It just was the first name that came to my mind, and now lives Sister Beth.
1: Yay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what is your position here at the church, Beth, and what um, does that entail?
1: Sure, sure. Well, I am the assistant to the executive director, so, you know, long title short, I'm Amanda's assistant. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's like secretarial work, if that gives you an idea of what I do. Um, but it's it's more of like a support role, you know? So it's it's not really hands-on with the people, but it's kind of behind the scenes work, which I like, you know, I have a lot of fun doing it.
0: And the way I love to describe a support role, and that's why what you do matters so much, we're gonna talk a little bit more about that in a little bit, but a support role is so huge because obviously everyone understands there's only so many hours in a day, there's only so many hours in a week, and there's only so many hours that pastors and staff have to be with the people and do things, And so by having Beth, who's able to support the pastors and support Amanda so that Amanda can do what she does, it allows the rest of us to really do our team, to do the things that we need to do for the team. Any message that gets shared, any time the gospel that gets preached, it's made possible because the time that we've prepared to prepare for a meeting, doing some of the organizational stuff that Amanda does, preaching a sermon, any of that time that's used for that is time that is freed up because you're doing the important work that you're doing. And so if you are not doing what you're doing, it trickles down to every area of the entire church. And when people are getting saved, Beth, you have a part to play in that.
1: It, it's hard work. to think, but, but yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy.
0: Go Beth. <laughs> <laughs> so Beth, we know what you do. We know a little bit about, obviously, some weird nicknames that I've created for you. But more importantly, my purpose of today is I want you to get to know the person behind the job, right? We get, I mean, this interview will be over in 10 seconds, but I just wanted them to know what your job was about. But I want them to get to know you. Because it's not just your job that's influential, it's you that is influential. You've been chosen for a specific time, for a specific reason, to do this job. God has chosen you, and I want the people to get to know you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit where you're from, where you grew up, because you didn't originally originate from Virginia. Tell us a little bit about Beth behind the job.
1: Sure. So, yeah, um, well, I'm from a family of eight, including me and my parents. Big family. So, big family. Lots of food. Super crazy uh, all the time. (laughs) Um, We moved down here from Connecticut about three and a half years ago now. Yep. Crazy. Um, Yeah, we lived in Connecticut all our lives ever since I was born. So it was a big move, big transition. Um, But you shortly moved down with us, I think Mm -hmm. six months later. So it definitely helped. Oh, Yeah. Um, And now we're all living in Virginia.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, Elizabeth Higgins was up in Connecticut like Lake mentioned. That's where a man and I used to live. And we actually used to attend the same church. I actually, for a short period, was your youth pastor. Yeah. Check that out. Hey! (laughs) And now we're all down in Virginia doing God's Part Church. Isn't it crazy where life takes us? Oh, yeah, definitely. The Lord's good. I love it, I love it, I love it. So, Beth, one thing that people might not know about you is that you're actually not a hardcore gamer. You're not as nerdy as your brothers, Everyone just signed off right now. Or like me. But everyone thinks that everyone here at God Squad Church is a hardcore gamer, and that's not always true. And I think that's great, Beth, because I think you represent the opposite of a negative stigma that the world thinks, the world thinks that like gamers and normal people like, can't be friends because we're too nerdy for the rest of the world. And that the rest of the world just thinks we're a, a bunch of gamers who are irresponsible. I mean, you know the stigmas. You're a gamer, you know the stigma. And I think it's great, Beth, to have you, I mean, you, you play video games from time to time, but you're not like a hardcore gamer. And I think it's great to see the two worlds colliding. I think it's great for people to see like, okay, one, this church is actually not founded on video games. This church is founded on Jesus Christ and his faith, and he's changing lives. And to see you on the staff, I think, is a beautiful picture of that. So if you're not a gamer, Beth, what are some of your hobbies and passions? Well, first, I
1: I play some games, okay? Don't get me wrong. It's, it's not my favorite thing to do. Like, it's not my first go-to. Um, but I oh, do Beth. play, like, Fall Guys is an amazing game, okay? She gets so triggered! It's, it's so amazing. Great. And so is oh, Animal Crossing. I, I don't it. care what y'all say. I it's it. great, okay? But I do play some games. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm trying here, okay? Because everyone is around me is a gamer, Truth. so I feel like I have to, you know, at least do my part to try and fit in a little bit.
0: <laughs> She's feeling peer pressure. Now, Beth, you left out your secret of something you just recently built at your house.
1: Oh, true, true. I totally forgot. I just made, or not me, but like I put together a whole gaming PC. She's, Pretty pog.
0: She is upgrading to gamer status. It's a
1: nice PC too. It is RGB everything, guys. Now
0: here's the real. Here's the question you're all asking. I get, I'm not, I'm looking at the chat because I want to see if you're asking. I want to know, Beth. Can you name the specs in your computer? That's the real question. No. Can you? Can you no, at least at name? All. Can you at least name your processor?
1: I don't know what a it's processor is. It's an I. Is.
0: What? Oh, don't tell me she went AMD. Did you go AMD? Oh, Lord, help us. I
1: don't know what a processor is. What's wrong with AMD? We'll
0: have a conversation off camera, okay?
1: Wow, okay. (laughs) You know what, whatever. You're just jealous of my PC. Oh,
0: man, it's up our life. Let's go, let's go. It's all good, Beth. We still love you. We still love you. But you did get your own PC, which is a big deal.
1: Yes, and and it looks pretty.
0: It's a big deal. So now, Beth, some of the questions that we really, really want to know is obviously, you're, you're Beth, you're 17 years old, moving from Connecticut, but what was it that first, before you even started working the staff... What was it, how did you find out about the church, and really what was some of your first immediate reactions when you did?
1: Sure, um, well I found the church from you,
0: no obviously. You and Amanda, we <laughs>
1: we knew you in Connecticut from the church that you worked at and we attended for a long time. Um, but yeah, that's how we found it. Uh, it, was, it was definitely interesting when we first heard about it.
0: It also looked a lot different. <laughs> Green screens and halo in the background, it was weird stuff. Dude. It was it was
1: interesting. <laughs> let's just put it that way. Um, I I definitely found the idea of it very unique. Yeah. And I mean, I was for it. I mean, you're bringing gamers to Christ. Why wouldn't I be for it?
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah. When I think about how far our churches come, it 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 really is. It's It's a huge. It's a huge honor. I mean, even to think, four years ago. Like one, you weren't on the staff. You weren't really engaged in the church because we we're up in Connecticut at Cornerstone. But to see how everything has just evolved. I mean, even doing meet the teams today, or like, I mean, back then there was no team. It was like Me and Boss hanging up things on a Saturday. It was on Thursday back then. It's crazy, dude. It is just so crazy. Never would uh, I
1: thought I would work at a gamer church either.
0: Truth, truth, <laughs> truth. Yeah, when you grow, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to work for a gamer church. Those doesn't even exist when you were. First, getting asked the question of what do you want to do when you grow up? Those questions like that didn't exist. Gamer Church, like what that is not even a thing. It's not even a thing. But Beth, you obviously have been around the church for a long time. But was there a moment in your life where you really kind of clicked of really accepting Jesus Christ as your savior? And what does that faith journey look like for you? How did you even come to faith as a whole?
1: Sure. Um, Well, yeah, like I like you said, I grew up in the church. Um, So I can't really pinpoint a certain moment of like, I made my the, the choice to follow Christ right here, but I feel for me, a very crucial point in my walk with God is that at camps, summer camps yeah. for, with my youth group, it was always super life-changing. I, that's an understatement, to be honest. It's just super life-changing for everyone involved because, I mean, kids were getting saved. Visions, prophecies, like everything, yeah. it was it was awesome, and I really I really dug deep into into God at those camps.
0: And for some of you that might not know, it's, I don't know if they're common everywhere, but where we were in New England, it was very very common for churches to take all of their teenagers to what she's talking about called the summer camp, and it was like five days of just intensity. It was intense games, intense hanging out, but then they were really intense services. Every, every night, and I think a morning chapel as well, they would have a double dose of service and getting an opportunity to press in with God, and it was very, very common. These camps were powerful. We used to go and sometimes be the guest worship team, and it was very, very common for, for teenagers around your age to feel like, wow, this is where I really got serious. This is where it clicked for me, and the thing that I think is great about you, Beth, is unfortunately it's very common. That people go to these camps and be like, oh, this is hype, I'm so on fire, I'm getting excited. And then like three days later, they're just back to the old norm. And to see you having grown up and not having let that kind of fizzle out in your life, but here you are today, unfortunately, now you're, you know, senior in high school. Some people, unfortunately, aren't even following Christ anymore when they're a senior high school with all the things going on in the world. And that's why I think it's so important, Beth, because you represent really a good Christ-like example of what it's like to be your age and follow Jesus in 2020 when everything in the world would tell you to not do so. When everything in culture would tell you to go against that. Even the platform on which we do ministry on Twitch would tell you don't follow Jesus. You're 17, you could be doing so many other things. Don't waste your time. And to see you having, not just because your parents brought you to church, but because you've made a decision on your own, not only to follow Christ, but now to be involved in ministry, I think is a beautiful thing. I think it's a beautiful thing that I pray many of you will be encouraged that no matter how old you are, no matter what your journey's been like, everyone's different. Even if you've never been to a summer camp, allow God to shape your heart, follow him and trust him, and to allow God to impact your life, to use your life to impact others because now here is Beth impacting the lives of many. And Beth, I'm proud of you. Thanks. Because a lot of people don't, unfortunately, go down the track that you do, but I think it's incredible. Now, along those lines of kind of when you made a decision to follow Jesus and Obviously, at that summer camp, a big, crucial moment. Now, I'm excited to hear you answer this question, because I really hope this will encourage you. Most people, even at summer camps, also feel like they have that moment of when God called me into ministry. I had the burning bush experience, and I walked down this place, and I saw this thing, and I knew one day, for the rest of my life, I was going to do ministry. And Beth, for you, do you feel like you've had that kind of experience?
1: I I don't, and I don't really care that I don't I, it's okay that I don't have that burning bishmo, and I like the, yeah. the little metaphor or whatever it's it's okay I mean I know I went to those camps and all of my friends were like I'm called to be a youth or, youth leader or a pastor or a worship leader you know all that and I'm like good for you you know I mean I didn't really care but it, it's I didn't think I would end up in ministry either. So it's crazy how it worked out and God's plan for me because I didn't think I'd be here.
0: Yeah, no. And, And the reason I wanted you to answer that question is because I wanted every one of you to hear. I think people, they fall under that misconception of like, you're either called into ministry or you're not. You're either called to work in a church or you're not. When the reality is, Beth is the perfect example of you don't need to have that moment. One, like not everyone that works in a church needs to be a pastor. Not everyone needs to be a pastor. Not everyone should be a pastor because who's going to work in the normal places, right? Your dad is a chemist and works in a place where probably the gospel is not being shared and getting him in that place is super important. But I think people have the misconception that really calling equals job. And -hmm. it doesn't. You are a follower of Jesus and you're called to serve wherever you are. And so for this season of life, this is at God Squad Church. You're seven, I mean, you have your whole life ahead of you. I mean, I'd love to think that you'd be with us forever, but I mean, who knows how long we'll have you. But you'll move on to the next season of life, and you'll just keep on serving. You'll keep on ministering, whether you work in a church or not. And I think it's so great to see you be brave enough to be like, no, I never had that moment, even if the rest of the staff feels like they've been calling a ministry. Because you don't have to have a crazy burning bush experience For you to say, God, I'm willing to do whatever you want. If I see a need, I'll fill it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'll fill it. I'll let God
0: use me whenever. And if this is the right thing for me to do, then it is. And so I just think that's because, Beth, you just go against the stigma of what people think Christianity has to be. And I just, I think it's lit. I really do. I just think you're incredible. And that's why I want people to hear your story. And so kind of a follow-up question to that, now that you've been working in a church, do you see yourself working in a church forever?
1: that's it's an interesting question and I don't really know how to answer it either um, because I've never felt called you know to the ministry like I yeah. said but now that I'm working in a church it's I'm, I'm having a blast so I mean I could see myself working in a church but even if I don't I mean if I end up going to like say photography which is one one of my hobbies expensive hobbies but <laughs> it's fine I'm broke guys help um, but still, I mean, even if I'm not going to work in ministry for the rest of my life, I'm still going to serve in some way because, I mean, I love serving. and I feel like everyone should serve in some way. Yep. And like you said, the two extremes, like people think, you know, working in ministry is working in the church, and then there's, you know, people with normal jobs. They think it's two extremes, but really it doesn't have to be and no. it shouldn't be. I mean, you, everyone should be serving. Not to call anyone out or anything, but <laughs> call them out, Beth.
0: churchcom slash get involved Oh snap. <laughs> But Beth, I think I think again. I think that's so great because I think just the way that you view Christianity, the way you view ministry is, you know, we talked about it. Everyone is called into ministry, whether you work in a church or not. But another stigma, especially if you've been around church a long time, there is a huge negative connotation on the view of like. I used to work in a church and like, I don't anymore one day. Like if Beth would go on to do photography or be a YouTube content creator, or whatever, like there's, it's very easy for people in the church, especially you've been around church a long time, to be like, oh, Beth, didn't you used to work in a church? So like, when did you fall away from God? Like what? Because I don't work in a church anymore? I'm not, I'm not saved anymore? Like I, I, I'm not a Christian because I like, I I had a different direction for my life and that's not true. Like. If you in one area of your life work for a church or don't work for a church, we're all called to be serving and ministry. And so, Beth, you 17. Do you have the rest of your life figured out? No, I don't even have the rest of my life figured out. And so who knows where God will take you, but I think it's important for people to hear, one, it's okay to not have it all figured out. It's okay to not have all the answers of where you're going to be next and what you're going to do, but to know it doesn't matter if you work in a church for a small period or not. You'll be serving Christ, serving people, and looking to minister to people like wherever you go. Whatever I end up doing, whether I take pictures, I'm going to take pictures for the glory of God. If I create YouTube videos, I'm going to create YouTube videos for the glory of God. And I just think that's so important to hear because I love seeing you not fall under the peer pressure of, well, I'm just going to make up a burning bush experience because that's what everyone else says they have. And I have to work in a church forever now because if I stop working for a church it'll make me look like I turned my back on God. And that wouldn't be true. And so to see you thinking this way with a spiritual maturity on that level, Beth, at 17, I think is, that's what I want all of you to hear. This is why we do this. I want you to get to meet our team and get to meet our staff because I want you to be inspired by their lives, not just by their job, not just by what they do. What they do is very, very, very important, but they're not doing their job because they're qualified to do their job through experience they're doing it because of their character they're doing it because of their integrity and beth you are a woman of integrity a woman of character and that's why god has chosen you to be in this position to serve for this time and we are just incredibly proud of you i Mm. really mean that i really mean that i've been around a lot of 17 year olds but not uh not many like you beth not many like you beth and so that's kind of something i want to touch on next is your age right there's no secret that beth is the youngest person on our team I'd love to hear from your perspective. You know, how was that for you? Was it intimidating joining a staff of people that were all older working for a church? Because it wasn't just working at a church, it was your first job ever. Yeah, my first job. So, what was that experience like for you? It was
1: super intimidating. I mean, going into a job with everyone older than me by a lot, I felt super unqualified. Yeah. And I mean, I probably was at the time, but I mean, you know, I was taught up, and I'm I'm still learning now. But yeah, I mean, we'll always be learning. Yeah, but yeah, it was super super nerve wracking. I mean, going to meetings was so scary for me. But I look back and I'm like, these are easy now.
0: Well, you got used to them, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, yeah, super nerve wracking.
0: Was it super nerve wracking being around old man Pastor Boz? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oof, Just roasted.
0: Ray had the nickname of being the oldest one on our team for a while, so we used to joke around with him. He's he's so in, he's he's so intimidating. I'm kidding. He's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. I mean, meet y'all in your are all life. boomers, so I don't oh, know. Oh man, but I think a lot of people can relate to you, Beth, in the terms of like joining a staff for the first time and like. So, like, what was going through your your mind? Did you feel like you were qualified or unqualified to do the job?
1: I was. I felt so unqualified. It was. It's not even funny. i but. It's honestly probably one of the best things that ever happened because I mean. I've made so many friends, and even though I am so much younger than all of them, I mean, I love you all so much, and it's so much fun working here. It really is.
0: And we get to do big things. Big,
1: huge things.
0: We get to reach people for Christ, and we get to impact lives. We get to be a blessing to all of you. And I'll tell you, Beth, man, if I was doing things that you are doing and I was 17 years old, man, what a blessing that would have been. Man, I was playing video games and doing nothing else in my life when I was 17 years old, you know what I mean? And to see you, Beth, you know, like in a conversation that we've had with Beth is like, hey, like, are, are, are we working you too much? Are you doing, are you sure you want to keep doing this? Because, like, I want you to enjoy your teenage years because next year, college, and then life gets crazy. And Beth's always been like, I just love what I do so much. Obviously, we balance it with the rest, and she doesn't work full-time anyway. But seeing you be so passionate about the job of being like, yeah, I could be sleeping in. And I don't really like 9 a.m. meetings, but I'll be there. <laughs> but you're there because you believe in what we do. And to see you serving that capacity, Beth, it, it just shows how much you love the people. It just shows how much you love our church, how much you love our team. And it's just been incredible, incredible to have you part of the team. And so one of the last questions, Beth, I want to ask you is really what makes you passionate about your specific role and what do you hope to accomplish in that role?
1: Sure. Well, I, this is a huge question. I feel like, um, what do I hope to accomplish? Yeah. That's that's big. Um, well, I mean, like you were saying earlier about you know, I take tasks from Amanda. That's basically my job. Um, I take tasks from Amanda, and in return to that, she could take tasks from you or Boz, and then it helps you both, you know, do your job better, with ministering people and reaching people for Christ. And yeah. I mean, I feel like that's. That's what I want to accomplish with the job, you know, make kingdom crowded, you know?
0: And I want to really reiterate that, and I told you we'd dive in a little bit deeper on that a little bit later. Well, that time is now, okay? There's going to be an image on the screen that I want you, Beth, and I want everyone to see, is that what I need every one of you to understand is that what Beth does makes this possible. This is my stream from just earlier this week, I was playing Tony Hawk and just playing games and talking to people, and lots of people showed up. I don't know why, but they did. (laughs) And what I want you to see here is that just in that day alone, on the bottom right, 2,143 unique people were in my stream that day. We had a max viewership of 212, and the numbers were through the roof. And I'll be honest, I don't normally experience numbers these high, Beth. And this was an incredible moment, but the reason I share this with you is we got to have the stream at the end, I got to share the gospel, and people's lives were changed, like live on the internet, because I was there playing Tony Hawk, I got to share the truth that many of us have heard, that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he died on the cross, that three days later he rose from the grave, and that to all, whether they go to church or they've just tuned in to watch Tony Hawk, whoever would put their trust in Jesus Christ can have their sins forgiven. You know the gospel, their lives could be changed and have eternity in heaven, But the reality is, Beth, if your support role wasn't there and you weren't helping Amanda who isn't helping me, I wouldn't have been able to go live that day because I would have been busy fulfilling the responsibilities that you do. And so I want you to put the numbers back up one more time because I want every single one of you to know, and Beth, I want you to know, that day 2,143 people got ministered to because of what you do. Because if you didn't do it, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. And That's the purpose why we do all these Meet the Teams, is people give way too much credit to the guy on stage. People give way too much credit to the guy on camera. People give way too much credit to the face. But lives are being changed because of the body of Christ, not because of one guy, not because of the efforts of one person. And Beth, like, even in the smallest ways, and it can can be so small, even when you're, you're printing a piece of paper, responding to an email, taking a quick note, whatever it might be, if you weren't doing those and playing the support role, we would be doing them, and I wouldn't be able to be ministering the gospel to people. So I want you to know, every time somebody types yes in the chat, you had something to do with it. Like, that's the win. Every time somebody's eternity is changed with the glory of God, our team has a part to play with it. Even if you're not the one on stage sharing the gospel, you had a part to play with it, and lives are being changed because of you. That is why we do Meet the Team. That is why we have a team. That is why we have these moments so that you can understand that all of us together, including our volunteers, including our partners, including those that financially support the church, together we're growing the kingdom. Together we're making a difference. I mean, those are 2,000 people? That's insane. That, that's why, like, when we get, like, 10, like, 10,000 concurrent viewers, the amount of people we reach is just astronomical. But together, whether you're behind a soundboard, pressing a button on the computer. Techie, if you weren't pressing a button, I'd be there pressing a button. And then who would? I wouldn't be here. <laughs> and it's just it sounds so simple, but together we build the kingdom. And so, Beth, we are so grateful for you, so thankful for all that you do, And thank you for not just doing a good job, but thank you for living a life that honors God, that inspires our people. And I want to give you an opportunity to share a last few words before we take a second to pray, because I love, Beth, that you're young, 17, and I don't want to hide that. I want to showcase that. And Beth, I want to know, what would you say to any of our young people, anyone who's in in their teenage years, anyone who's in high school, or maybe even just young people trying to figure out what they want to do with their life? What would you say to some of those who are wrestling with finding their way and figuring out what God wants to do with their life?
1: Sure, well, I, I thought about this one a lot. So first, I want to share a verse. It's a very popular verse if you're young. Even if you're not young, you probably heard this before. Um, but it's First Timothy four 12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. It's it's a great verse. I mean, even if you're not young, I mean, be an example. Y- you could take away so much from it. Um, but yeah, I'll share, I'll share my little words of wisdom for you, I guess. <laughs> words of wisdom is sister <laughs>
0: bitch.
1: <laughs> um, I have a couple points. I don't know if I'll get to them all. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, there's seven.
0: Oops. It's the holy number.
1: <laughs> it is. Okay. Uh, first one. Those thoughts that you think that you're not good enough or that God can't use you are such a lie, okay? So just they're not of God, so just get rid of them, okay? Because he can use he can use all of us, whether you're young or old or any just anything. He could use you. Second, I was the youngest in my friend group all the time. Like I don't think there was a point where I was ever not the youngest person. Well. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. I, it's just how it worked out because I feel like I'm m- mature for my age. So I always hung out with older people, which I mean, I liked. Yeah. I don't know if they liked having me around, but it's fine. <laughs> Are you
0: still I hung... friends with them? That'll answer the question. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I mean, I move away from most of, the, most I don't of them. So. I'm
1: kidding. But I find them really good friends, and I yeah. think they like hanging out with me. But we're getting off topic. Um, but because i was the youngest in my friend group i felt really insignificant and just off just i felt really off around them sometimes just because i was younger you know i'd be at sleepovers and i'd be like the youngest hanging off by myself but yeah. i mean it's it just because you feel insignificant when you're young does not mean that god doesn't want to work through you that's right you know it he could work through all of us and i mean just because, I'm oh, sorry guys, I'm messing up the microphone. I apologize. <laughs> Just because you're young doesn't mean you have nothing to offer, Ooh, okay? Strange. So like, you know, you're you're sitting, let me, a little analogy. Ooh, fancy. Okay, so <laughs> say <laughs> you're 7. sitting at a table, right? For, with three people. First there's like a 60 year old, you know? He's super wise and mature. You have a beard and everything, you know? And he has a lot to bring to the table and then there's, say, a 30-year-old guy or girl. You know, it doesn't matter. They have a little bit less, but they still have a lot to bring to the table. And because you are young, you do have less to bring to the table, but it doesn't mean what you bring is, like, worthless or anything, yeah, you sure. know? It's, it, it could be something that they don't know, you know? So he could use you, and you just let God use you. So that's that's two points. And let me see, okay, this is a good one. Listen up everybody, everybody, okay? Do not get influenced by the world, okay? Sure. Just be of the world, no, be in the world, not of it. So what does that mean? It means like, you wanna be in it, you know, ministering to people, but do not partake in the things of the world, you know? So don't do bad stuff, but help people who are. So that—that's that's three points.
0: Y'all should put some Jesus hype in the chat for that one right oh, there. My goodness gracious!
1: Sorry, I keep looking at my phone, guys. I didn't want to mess up any of these points because I feel like it's super important and super impactful. So I didn't want to forget anything. No worries, and words? You mean
0: you can't memorize a forty-five-minute sermon on your first time ever?
1: I'm not a preacher, guys. <laughs> I'm not a preacher. I'm not a public speaker either. You keep reading that
0: phone, girl. Do you think?
1: <laughs> I will. Okay, I'm trying. Okay. um, So the next one is submit to God. So this sounds weird, I know. But if you submit your life to God's leading, he will do great things through you. He will show you his plan for your life and he he will continue to work through you. So just submit yourself and serve him. And there's so much ways that you could serve in the church. So just... Try and find out what works for you, and he'll do great things through you.
0: Yeah, along just serving God, you end up stumbling across your greatest dreams. Mm -hmm. While you're just chasing after him, he reveals his purposes for you. I think it's great.
1: Yeah, okay, one more. Okay, this is the last one, so I'm probably gonna be leaving shortly, but this is point seven. I don't know if I got to them all, but it's fine. So this one, don't be afraid of getting it wrong. So this is kind of along with the serving, but just anything you do in your life, right? So, you know, you, you have to try new things to get it right, but you're not going to succeed all the time. You're going to fall. You're going to fail. But God's going to be there to pick you up. So just trust him and his, his plan is the right plan. so you're just going to have to deal with it and get, get through it, you know, and he'll be there for you.
0: Amen, sister. I'm going to add one more to that with a personal funny story as we end our time before Oh, no, we pray. this is not good. Being young, as you know, Beth, brings young perspective. And every team needs that. So for example, obviously, we're doing ministry on Twitch and Twitter and social media. And honestly, I'm not really personally a social media kind of guy. And so when all these new, like, trends, like DAB and, like, fleek or whatever, like those come around, like I'm not like, I'm way behind, like, I, like I'm like i way behind, I'm always playing catch up, and like every now and then I'll be on Twitch, I try to watch Twitch to like keep up with the trends and whatever, But I'm not gonna lie, sometimes they're just way over my head, so like Beth is like the trend checker on our team, okay, I will literally, before I preach, I'll be like, Beth, what does this word mean? Like, should I say this word or not say this word? Like, what is this new? Di- like, should I avoid this? Like, please filter this through for me because I don't know what this means. Like, I'm going to put this in my tweet. What do you think? Yeah, you don't want to say that. <laughs> and honestly, Beth, like, for the rest of us, like, a lot of people might say, like, oh, being so young on a team, like you said, is a weakness. But for me, I like, I need you to be young. I need you to be. I mean, not that I'm not young, but I need you to be your age so you can know the things that I don't, because mm-hmm. I'm not on TikTok scrolling through and whatever the new thing. Like I'm just not doing it. Do you know what the so, renegade is? What did you say?
1: Do you know what the renegade is? Renegade? Oh, gosh, okay. It's oh, fine. Lord, We're moving wow. on. Is
0: this church approved? Like a weird...
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, It's fine. We're... I don't know what this is. <laughs> we I just, normally filter these off funny. camera
0: just so you know, friends. And so, no, I have no idea. But perfect example, right? Exactly, yeah. Answer this. Do you feel like I should know what it is?
1: No, but it's funny that you don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Am I less effective as a minister of the gospel because I don't know the word? No. Okay, but sometimes I I can be. And so, for real, Beth, like she brings that perspective that we not only don't have, but we need. Mm -hmm. We have to keep up with the times. We have to be aware of what's relevant in our culture. We have to know. And I just don't know everything. Yeah. And like you said at the table, you might not know as much as I do, you might not know as many individual things as I do, but it doesn't mean you don't know anything that I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And that's the perfect example. And I wanted to bring that because I do that all the time. Like, Beth, how's my outfit? Are these shoes stupid? Mama Higgs thinks these shoes are stupid, but they're Beth approved. So I'm wearing them on stage. You know, oh, I see. I, she is my outfit checker. She is my uh, word checker. I'm about to start submitting my sermons to you, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, are these, r- I'm, you know, we're going to do something. But for real, Beth, your, your, your age is a strength.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. It's
0: not a weakness. And Beth, we love you. We honor you. We appreciate you. And I think one last time, will you give it up in the chat for Beth? And thank you for being here. Because what she does is incredibly important. And Beth, before we end our time together, we want to say a prayer for you because I want to encourage all of you to be praying for your leaders, be praying for the church, be praying that God would help us, give us wisdom, give us strength to keep on pushing through. And it's important. The Bible talks about so much, the importance of praying for your leaders. And so Beth, we want to pray for you and ask that God will bless you. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much that you have brought us such an incredible group of individuals. Thank you for the individual gifts. That are represented on this team thank you for the individual talents and anointings and calling and and experience and personalities of every person that is here and today god specifically we thank you for beth we thank you for the investment that she's making in the lives of our church and the lives of our people and we just pray today lord that you would bless her we pray that god you'd give her strength we pray that god you would help her to know that wherever life takes her god you'll be with her wherever life takes her, if she'll trust you and serve you and love you, that, God, she'll be able to make a difference in the world. Whatever she does with her life, whatever she does next, and whatever she continues to do now, whether she works in a church forever or doesn't, God, you'll be pleased with her, and you'll bless her. So, God, we pray in Jesus' name that you would continue to grow and shape her, especially in her teenage years. God, these are very shaping years in her life, and we pray that, God, you would... Give her confidence and boldness to become and achieve all that God has created her to be. And so, God, we pray many, many blessings over her. We pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, as Beth leaves the stage one more time, can we give it up for her? We love you, Beth. We love you, love you.